Good morning, you're with Cameron here on 2VM. It's a Friday morning, and every Friday morning we are talking local politics. We're going up north to the Gundawindi Shire with the Mayor, Lawrence Springborg. He joins us on the phone. How are you going, Lawrence? Uh, quite well, Cameron, yourself? Yeah, not too bad, not too bad. We just talked off the phone earlier about, um, you know, the daylight savings time, ringing you up an hour early and, and all that sort of stuff. So hopefully uh, it'll be at a, at a bit more civilised hour next week. No, that's no worries at all. Always out and about. Things start pretty early around here. It's just a matter yeah. of getting ourselves adjusted. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I suppose that's what happens. I'm very pleased that we don't have it where we are, but uh, New South Wales does, so it's each to their yeah. own, I suppose. And have you heard any more information about the border closures? Because I know Anastasia Palaszczuk uh, this week has announced because of a, a couple of incidences in Sydney, uh, the borders remain closed to New South Wales. Have you heard anything? Well, other than what's been in the, the media, no, I haven't, Cameron. Yep. But the intention at this stage, as I understand it, is that it will open to the rest of New South Wales on the 1st of November. Yeah. Now, the Premier yesterday has indicated that unless New South Wales can trace the uh, three community transmissions that apparently they had yesterday, then that time frame may be pushed back. But it's somewhat interesting because apparently the Deputy Premier and Health Minister, Stephen Miles, I've seen it reported today that he sort of hosed that down and said, well, look, New South Wales has been doing an OK job and let's just see what happens. So. Mm -hmm. Look, uh, there seems to be a little bit of inconsistency there. Yeah. But, but by and large, uh, the Chief Health Officer in Queensland, Dr Jeanette Young, who's done a very good job, she has basically given the uh, complete unfettered responsibility by the Parliament. She's got the powers to make these decisions. Yep. So it'll be more or less uh, what she says and the guidance that she provides in that area. And it may very well be that the Premier was reflecting a briefing that she'd had with the Chief Health Officer. I'm not sure. But I just hope and trust that that uh, you know, things are under control and, yep. and everything's okay and we can sort of get back to, uh, well, a, a more normal situation, particularly yeah. leading up to Christmas, but just so we can do what we have to do. And we understand health and safety is important, uh, critically yeah. important. It's just a matter of we've got to you know, come up with a different system around this in the future, I think. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Hopefully the border bubble areas won't be affected and they'll still no. be able to travel back and forth. Well, there's no indication of that from what I can make out and try to read between the lines and you've always got to be a mm. little bit careful because it's a press conference and somebody says something and then a bit of it's reported but yeah. uh, the, the border bubble uh, and the extensions of that that decision was made a few weeks ago of course and yeah. and there's been no compromising of that I think this the, these these comments relate more to the broader area of New South Wales that was due to come in on the 1st of November yeah Okay, no worries. And the budget has been announced this week, the federal budget. Uh, lots of councils are sort of rubbing their hands, hoping to get some money. But have you heard anything that's going to be allocated to the Gundawindi Shire? Or? We, we see at this stage, I don't think we've got the specifics, but we've certainly got an indication that there's going to be you know, a, a greater degree of, um, of, of money spent in the area of infrastructure. And yep. Obviously talking about roads and a whole range of other things, of course, we've got new announcements around remote uh, airstrips and the fact that they can get some upgrade money, which may or may not have been part of the budget, but I suspect it probably did come out of the budget. So there's a whole range of things. It's like everything. You now sit down in your offices and yourselves and you go through the detail and look at you know, what 
what you can apply for, what actually fits in your sort of circumstances, all yep. of those sorts of things. And that's okay. what we will be doing. And uh, is there anything that's going to be discussed in the upcoming council meetings? Well, or? Well, while we're on the issue of budgets, I mean, because we've been the beneficiary of some generous contributions from the state and the Commonwealth to date Mm -hmm. um, under their COVID-19 response, uh, we've done very, very well here. So we're really going hell for leather in the Gundawindi Regional Council area in rolling out what is probably one of our biggest capital works and community improvement program for infrastructure that we've ever seen. Uh, For example, I was in Yalabin the other day and we just spent... $70,000 $70,000 on a new footpath extension with the commu- which the community is most grateful about. We'll be doing more works in Gundawindi in the next few weeks with regards mm-hmm. to parks and, and gardens and beautifications of bollards in that area. More announcements to come maybe next week. And indeed, we're now to start work on a significant uh, water storage reservoir facility at uh, Torwood, and that'll be starting very, very soon. It's 550,000 litre storage facility uh, mm. will enhance it by that much and also Yalaba as well um, we're going to be increasing the size of its storage by around about 250% to 440,000 mm. litres as well so these are significant upgrades costing yep. just short of a million dollars so we're really really busy at the moment and we're just um, also in the process of um, finalising some of the leftover uh, or, or some of the the flood money, and it's hard to talk about floods now, given we've probably had one of the worst droughts we've ever had, but it takes often some years for this to come through, but this was uh, flooding that happened uh, just uh, a few years ago, and we've been working with the state government to get some money around some of our roads there that were affected about three, or three four years ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, if that comes through, this will be the biggest capital works program um, that, that uh, our council's never had. So it's going to be very busy. And uh, between now and the 30th of June, uh, we're going to be really, really struggling all hands on deck to, to do the millions of dollars of works we've got around the place. And hopefully, yeah. you know, all of our communities from Wingallon right through to Cement Mills in the east um, will be able to see you know, some improvements in their areas. No worries. Well, sounds like you've been very busy up there in Gundawindi, Lawrence. Uh, thanks for your time this morning. And if anyone wants to get in contact, um, how can they do that? Well, they can... They can uh, easily contact me through council, and my my phone number is available on our council website. Yep. I don't do social media, um, so uh, council has a social media website. But um, from my perspective, I find uh, I just prefer to talk to people. So if they yep. give me a call, they send me an email. I'll go out and see them. They can come in for an appointment. I do things the old-fashioned way. I like <laughs> to do things face to face and by voice. <laughs> the old ways are the best, aren't they? Well, for me, it works. Yeah. No worries. Well, thanks again, Lawrence. Thank you very much.